You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. considered I think you, you assume that I have uh, listened to all things considered <laughs> well I figured you know we're I'm playing to our demographic who uh, is like a 50 year old people driving to the yeah you guys uh, pretend the, like you, you guys really like to pretend you read <laughs> like, which is you know it's it's you whatever know, but you um, don't fool me upon uh, this is the uh, man child moment for the podcast already uh, upon revamping my OkCupid profile after a Excellent. particularly stingingly bad date on this past Saturday, I wrote in my books section, I wrote a list of books you haven't touched since you last moved. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> Which is totally true. Scathing. Yeah, books are like, eh, although you have some books in your house, I think, right? I think there's some floating around. At this point, they're entirely decoration. Like, when yeah. we'll get into the tour, but when... Uh, <laughs> Anytime we go to, to towns, Alan likes to go to bookstores. That's just his thing. Oh, um, Jesus. We used to do is, that shit. That's cute. Yeah, you know, that's, that's fine. But and it's it's I would much rather go to a bookstore than a record store any day. Yeah. Like, I'd actually rather have a flare gun fired at me from 30 meters than go to a record <laughs> store. Um, I think I have a better chance of not being upset. The, uh, the thing with bookstores is I go in, and all it is is a place for me to look at things that I will later buy on my couch. Right, because I don't like I don't want to move with books. I, like the last apartment that uh, that we were in, I just left a gigantic computer box full of books downstairs. Don't know who has them. Don't care. Right. I've read them. It's over. It's fine. And now I have this iPad that I can have a million books on Did and you... just walk around. <laughs> 
Okay. Oh. Like, here's my million books. It's right here. It's in my pocket. Oh, oh, that's not that's not small enough. Here's a smaller version of my million books on my phone. <laughs> well, um, I'm looking at my bookshelf right now, and that shit brings all the ladies to the yard. They're like, yo, I'm come over to his like shitty room he rents. And like, oh, he likes Bukowski. He likes John Fonte, like one of the one of the lesser Black Sparrow Press uh, poets and, and writers. He must be dangerous. Oh, but he's got a slang dictionary also. He's got a book on sex positions. I totally <laughs> do. That's <laughs> awesome. Even though I, I my rep my sexual repertoire is like one to three positions. If I'm feeling froggy, I'll do side saddle. But mostly, it's I'm on top, you're on top, finito. Alright. <laughs> Which is Makes great. sense. Yeah, that's pretty much it because when a woman's on top, man, and I'm looking up and she's looking she's got that face of ecstasy. And she's got the boobs. Oh you could Yeah, tell. so what's 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 going on with that? That's a new thing. <laughs> Why what about it, Andrew? What are we talking about here? Um before we started, you said you've been talking to a girl who has made you a boob man, which I've uh, never known you unbel- to be. This woman is unbelievable. <laughs> She's no. I uh, this is a uh, uh, for everyone listening at home. Start your timers. <laughs> well, no, I'm playing it cool. I'm playing it real cool. Uh, she's uh, semi long distance. Uh, I like her in that she's funny, and she spends a uh, part of her day, clo- like maybe three times a week, four times a week, sending me insanely, like pictures of herself that are so hot that I think they're fake. <laughs> like, this woman is so fucking hot. What are the chances that this is actually, like, a 40-year-old man? I am... I, the, the thing is, the I'm conv- I'm still a little convinced that it's a catfish. And that you, haven't, you haven't, like, just been on the phone? Like, you haven't done that 1990s thing where you, like, you talk all night? Yo, we talked on the phone a couple times, man, and I heard her voice, and I still think it's a catfish. Because... I'm I'm the beast and she's the beauty and I I can't get that through my head. I look like I look like the wor- the ugliest parts right now in this point in my life. I look like the ugliest parts of Andrew Dice Clay and Sam Kinison. <laughs> <laughs> like uh my hair is stringy and perpetually oily. Thank you Italian father. Uh I've gained I've I actually I've been maintaining my weight and I've been losing a little. Thank you. Thanks to walking to work every day and some exercise and Looking at looking at these photos, this woman sends me, and I I beat my dick like it's I'm trying to get it out of jail. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> I I get these pictures. That I'm like I the other day I got a picture and I was driving my boss's Mercedes fucking like S class like crazy like the Mercedes SUV that like Russell Simmons would drive. Sure. Like I'm driving that because I work in a law office. And sometimes these people are so busy that they'll be like, look, can you just come and drive me to, like, you know, a town 30 miles? Can you drive me to, like, Saratoga, a town 30 miles away? I, I can't get off this call. Like, it's this big, important, blah, blah, blah. So the dude's on his iPhone, iPad. Right. Dude's on his iPad typing on the phone and like, the surround sound phone, like, Bluetooth phone. I'm driving this car that handles better than any car I've ever handled in my life where I can drive it with one finger and it doesn't, doesn't move unless I move it. It's amazing, right? That sounds pretty good. It's so good. And then I get a picture, and I open it up, and it's like, it's like, her, it's like her fucking face and boobs, and I'm like, like I'm gonna crash off the fucking road. 
It started at it started with Snapchats, and then it got real over text, and we talk now. And uh, and she's cool and and she's she's neat. Um, now, when you say semi long distance, is a um, like an obese, uh, unhappy mother of seven gonna have to pat you down and put you through a metal detector? Sort of. Uh, no. Sort of uh, long distance, or no? What? It's like a uh, it's a decent day's drive, just... or an hour flight. No, like a straight up hour flight. No, I'd nev- never fly there. I okay. would I would drive there, but it's right. it's a it's a decent chunk of a day to drive there. Uh, I'm not saying anything else. The thing is, and I the wisdom that has been stowed upon me through trial and error. Um, Friend of the podcast, Joe Pienta, today reminded me that I left the end of a year tour to go to Seattle, which was funny. Because today I was like, God, I'd give anything to go to Seattle and party with 700,000 people uh, who are the whole town shut down and celebrated the Seahawks' fucking Super Bowl victory, which we've got to talk about in a minute because I fucking cried about it. And then uh, I was like, I'd give anything to go to Seattle. And Joe Pienta wrote, Even leave the end of a year tour? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, never going to live that down. I'll be 50 and people will be talking to me about that. But yeah, so it's like, we definitely, uh, it's cool. We, we, we think we think we're cool. Probably not. Probably nothing's going to happen other than uh, she drives here and we, you know, hang out. And I drive there and we hang out and then we're cool. So Speaking I, of here, what the fuck is going on with your apartment? Oh, because wow. we I left for tour and then six hours later you're like I need a place to live stat, uh, but I see you're still in the same place from the webcam that I watch you on when you sleep. <laughs> Good, I, I wake up and masturbate, so you should keep that on. Oh, yeah. You should keep that on like the. Uh... I'm selling a highlight reel for anyone who uh, wants to buy it six dollars US. Oh, you know what? I should do a live webcam. It'd be like you ever watch the watch the the like the the traffic channel when you're in New York City. Like, uh, it just shows, it's just a constant loop of different roads are all around New York City. Yeah, that's really great. That should be my, my loop. What if it was just a bunch of roads and every now and then it would just cut to your bedroom and you're just playing <laughs> World of Tanks? Well, uh, here's the deal. <clears throat> and I shouldn't probably say anything too loud because, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay, everybody huddle up here. <clears throat> I lean in on this. It is basically, and I am going to talk a little bit lower, but I, I'm right up on the mic, so I think, do I sound okay? Okay. Sound good. Okay. Okay. So, I had an ad on Craigslist. Hey, you know, I have a, uh, a place to rent. I'm not going to be around very much. I live um, in between Cooperstown and New York City. Um, and you can stay in this room, and I won't be around there very much. You can just keep an eye on the place, and it'll be cheap. And I said, awesome. No, no totally not too good to be true in any capacity. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So I move in, and Homeboy is here every day. Okay. And requires that I leave my door open all day. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So... Like when you're in there, you have to keep your door open? No, when I'm gone for the day, which is even worse. Like, you gotta keep my private stuff public. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's pretty awesome. And the classic Craigslist uh, nightmare scenario. And then, like, uh, something broke in the kitchen, like a pipe broke, and he, like, did everything but blame it on me, which was great. So, 
in a way. Like you were hitting a pipe with a wrench or something? Is that yeah, what no, I don't understand? Yeah, it's, it's, it was apparently I'm the uh, superintendent as well as a tenant. <laughs> so, All right. So that, that in and of itself. So guess what I'm doing? Looking for a new place, I would hope. Ah, moving moving to a punk house for three hundred a month. Oh fucking Jesus! <laughs> awesome, you're moving in with Geppetto finally. I kind of am, and it's gonna be awesome. I don't. We care. will never be able to do this podcast again because there'll always be someone playing guitar really loud in the next room, and someone's downloading the nausea discography downstairs. Oh, it's gonna be awesome, <laughs> dude. It's only with one person. It's with a punk girl. This should it should this should end well. Yeah, this uh, this has all the trappings of uh, a successful living so situation. So buckle up, everyone, because episode <laughs> fifty-one through sixty is uh, it's going to be a hot ride for everyone who started their timer before. Start a second timer. <laughs> Hans moves into a punk house with a punk girl. In take a, one. Take one. Action. <laughs> I met you when you were living in a punk house with a punk girl, though. That worked out, our, 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 I guess, all right. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> maybe, that was, maybe not. Well, yeah, no, that, that was weird. Um, then, uh, no, this, this is a redux. I am moving back into the same situation uh, I was in when I first moved to Albany, living with a punk girl who is kind of loud and smokes cigarettes. Oh, God. <laughs> Andrew, save me. <laughs> You could not. There's no amount of money in the world you could give me to move in with somebody who smokes, dude. dude. Like I would do like a a, a DeFeo thing from the Amityville Horror. I would just walk in and just shoot her in her bed at night. It would be like <laughs> fucking ridiculous. No way. Yeah, I hey, you know, it's all in the game, man. It's all the same. It's an everyday thing, just like Tupac used to say. You know, it's all the same. It's an everyday thing. You know, you just keep living your life. You try to, you know, I mean. At the top of every roof, there's another roof that's higher. That's another. That's a lesser-known Tupac line that doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, you know, I thought about Tupac a lot this week, actually. Really good. We have to talk about your week too. Um, so I had a week. It was it was cool, but uh, yeah. So my life's uh, my life's uh, you know a winding road. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's in motion. <laughs> Love in motion. I can't wait. It's going to be cool. And the best part of it all is my room is uh, too small for the bed I just bought. So it's gonna not be- even going to react to that. <laughs> let that let that hang. Look, I just want to imagine my life like devolving into like a Tom Waits ish <laughs> type <laughs> thing where I just drink a lot of Cuddy Sark, of course. That's funny. Uh, Patrick's big plan on this tour he was talking about was. Uh, he just wants to live like a 23-year-old. Because Here. the amount of money he makes is not a lot, but for a 23-year-old, it's like a dope amount of money. So he's just going to shape his life around being 23, which I think is uh, weird. So far, so far, so good. So far, so good. Yeah, so far it's working out pretty well. <laughs> I've never known him not to live that life, so here we are. So yeah. that's a great segue into your week. Andrew, you went on tour with a extremely... Buzzy band, self defense family. Yeah, um, I you, did. You, uh, you hit. Uh, I I read that you. Uh, I read you had an article in Vice magazine. No, we did. Very good. That was um, yeah, super super entertaining. <laughs> very good. Um, well, so this this I, I wanted to have a really relaxing week because my work schedule has been shitty. I thought it'd be like a nice kind of vacation where you get paid to be on vacation, um, which is, I think, the 
the misconception of touring, and I forget because I don't go on tour for a few years, so they come back, I'm like, oh yeah, the A, this is work, and B, it's cold, and C, this sucks. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's why I have, I have like, reading, like, like when Alan put up that video, like, touring, and he was eating, like, chips... Yep. I was like, guess how much I don't miss touring right now. Yeah, that, that really did it. So, the night before I'm supposed to leave, I'm packing my bags, and I send everyone a text. Hey, oh no, I'm sorry, I get a text being like, hey, so no one's going to be there at the airport to get us, so you guys want to split a car or something. And I said, oh, well, that's weird. These guys left like a week ago to drive out to Seattle with the van yeah. and the equipment. What What's going on? So I text back, and they say, oh, you didn't hear? They crashed the van last night. <laughs> No, why would I hear? Why would nobody tell me that the van is crashed? Thanks. Hey, first of all, thank you for thinking of me. Uh, second of all, what the fuck happened in the van? Is everyone okay? You know, like, no information, no nothing. As it turns out, um, in somewhere near Spokane, your old stomping grounds, they, uh, they hit a patch of black ice. And the wind actually blew them into a, uh, what do they call it, a pylon that holds up a bridge or whatever yeah. the fuck those things are. Yeah. A bridge abutment. So, uh, and that's actually the only thing that stopped them from flipping. And so, in a sense, that bridge saved their lives. Because they like, if Jesus. that van flipped, and like an orange head would have come flying at the back like an actual missile and smashed somebody's head. So It would have been like the day the music died. Yeah, it would have been like an exploding heart situation. It would have been really bad. Oh, wow. So... <clears throat> Uh, Benny has to take the van back to Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, which is the only place that they can get parts for the Sprinter, but I don't know if people at home know this, the Sprinter is essentially a Mercedes van, Hmm. which means that you need to have Mercedes parts and pay Mercedes prices to fix it. Good move. Well considered. (laughs) So they're like, oh, we can have that on, like, Monday, maybe? Tuesday? It'll be eight grand, please. Yeah. So, he has to live in a hotel uh, in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, and the rest of us, uh, Alan flies out, uh, the rest of us meet up in Seattle, I go to a, uh, a restaurant that I really, I want everyone at who goes to SeaTac to go to this place, I think it's called like Africa Cafe or something. Oh my god, I went there Dude. to eat before I met Seattle Girl for the first time. Africa Cafe, it like unless the bartender had a bone through his nose and was like breakdancing out front, you could not imagine a more offensive place. It's amazing. Oh yeah, it was like they had a like a when I was there, they had like a like a Ungawa, welcome to my jungle, like yeah. dude talking. <laughs> it's like so bad. It's like really like Tarzan squeals, fucking swings through and steals your burger. Um, okay. Yeah, so that's I, I went there. I met everyone there. Uh, and we went and we played Seattle. Seattle was uh, was a lot of fun. Met the other bands. Uh, we toured this leg of the tour with Creative Adult, uh, who we actually did the entire tour with, and uh, Silver Snakes, who we did, I think, three shows with. Now, Silver Snakes is a, a buzzy, hypey band. Were Silver they, Snakes is, uh, is getting a lot of blog love right now. Were they dick suckers or were they cool? They were super awesome. Really? Actually, everyone on this tour, really awesome. Great. Um, they were very cool, very nice guys. They let us use our gear, or their gear, which was a lifesaver because all I went on this tour, this tour with a guitar pick, thinking that oh <laughs> fuck, well all my stuff will just show up. It'll, hey. No, it didn't at all. Uh, and I actually lost the guitar pick, so I had to borrow one. Jesus Christ! So um, we play that show. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we meet everyone there. Very very good folk. Uh, and I don't, you know, like I don't really like band people. 
No. I don't I don't think at this point it's episode 49 that I have to like put a disclaimer before I talk about people like I think if you're like a real cocksucker chances are I'll just call you a cocksucker and that'll be it yeah uh, I don't have a nice thing to say about most people so I actually really like these guys a lot they're uh, they're very very good people mm-hmm. um, we go and we stay in a hotel like right across the street from the Space Needle okay uh, Alan brings us to a uh, revolutionary bookstore slash zine library that was um <laughs> Man, that that was earth shattering. It was something else. <laughs> Bring us into that for a moment, Pat. I, That's I about it. That was it. We we walked in. We walked in, and I was looking around, and I'm like, you know, I feel like when you have a strong position in something, you should be able. You should be confident to display another another perspective. Yeah. For so, if I run a revolutionary bookstore, I would feel a responsibility to also stock maybe not everywhere but stock maybe right wing uh militia shit or, or like nazi shit or like um penthouse forum penthouse forum yeah like i if i'm presenting an idea i want to be confident enough to present other options okay that's just the way it goes i watched bill nye fucking debate that psychopath from the fucking creation museum last <laughs> night i was hoping that the creation guy would give me another option he didn't he said some bullshit it was a fucking it was like a nonsense thing um. So yeah, and I'm there, and I'm like, you know, I bet you couldn't find like a Glenn Beck book in this place to save your life, and I, I don't fucking give a. F- I don't know who Glenn Beck is. Yeah, I probably couldn't pick up a lineup. <laughs> okay. Um, and then I look up and I see Rush Limbaugh, and I'm like, oh shit, maybe I'm wrong. There's a Rush Limbaugh book. <laughs> and I look close, and I'm like, that's been shot at with pellet guns. It's decoration. We're shooting hey. at Rush Limbaugh with pellet guns. It's like, oh god. <laughs> um. So, yeah, uh, after Seattle, we had to rent a car to complete the first leg of the tour because Benny was not going to make it until Wednesday, which means that we rented, we spent, we spent so much fucking money. Uh, we, like, we spent so much money that I refuse to calculate it because I will be unhappy for days. Um, we spent a lot of money renting a, uh, like, a mom SUV, which was dope. It had, like, Sirius satellite radio and, like, oh, wow. wood panel inside and, uh, like, a backup camera. Um... <laughs> God, that's so much fucking money, dude. It was... I mean, all things considered, it was fine, but it was a lot of money, no doubt. Wow. Um, went to... Played Portland. I don't remember a ton of the... Oh, actually, I do remember a ton of the Portland show. We uh, we played this place, I forget the name of, that had... Uh, they had like a small menu of food, and they had falafel. Now, <laughs> I might have mentioned this in the past Uh-oh. with podcast. The past two times I've eaten falafel, I have thrown up. Um, I don't know. I thought I had an allergy. Like, once I had, like, falafel chips from Trader Joe's, and then I woke up in the middle of the night and barfed. And then okay. I went to Amsterdam Falafel, which is my favorite falafel place in the United States. And Great. I got back to my hotel room, and I just let loose. So, I decide I'm going to have the falafel. Like, fuck it. You know, I'm just going to go for it. Yeah. And we uh, we go and we play. This is the night of the State of the Union, so people are in the back room watching the State of the Union on like an old like when you were really baller in like the late '80s and early '90s. You got that big TV, that big projection TV that looked like shit. Uh, one of those things, and I managed to keep down the falafel. Awesome. So I want everyone to celebrate. I can eat fal- I can eat falafel again. So <laughs> when we do the overnight drive tour, uh, please bring me to your favorite falafel spots. Bring me to uh, to Al's falafel and oh. Amsterdam falafel. Um, anyway, we need to book this overnight drive. Tour. We really do. I so, know. I just mostly because I want falafel now. We need to. We need all all y'all out there to check in. Okay, people from 
Let's yeah, let's do a sound off. Sound off. Anybody who wants to see us and thinks that twenty people show up, sound off with the name of your yeah. town or city. Yeah, no, that's no, a good idea. No, not no. We're not playing fucking Eagles Bluff, Montana, or any of that shit. I'll consider it. I mean, if uh, you, okay. you know, that's whatever. Um, <laughs> okay, but fine. yeah, no, sound Any, off. If you anywhere, think you can make it happen, let's do it. Anywhere goes, man. I could see us getting to at least Chicago. Why not? I got a car that can go. So whatever. And they're all the goddamn time anyway. Um, you so. Can, and you can watch me bone. It's going to be great. Oh, did you just let loose more than you should have? No, not at all. Okay. Oh, Chicago's um, Chicago's definitely more than driving distance. I'm just saying, you know, I'm I'm a man. I'm a man. Yeah, but you you're know? also like you're a road hog. You'll drive for like 19 hours just because you don't want anyone else to drive. You know, <laughs> you don't know about it, man. For believe me, it's like you know, ever see someone walk, you know, walking down the street and you know they're they're gonna get laid. You know, just walking confident. That's how I drive. A strut, strut. I strut when I drive. If I'm driving and I know at the at the right, the fucking pot of gold is at the end of that fucking sexy rainbow. Fuck it. I'm fucking, I'm going. I'm obeying speed limits. I'm every, I'm, I'm planning. You know, I buy the condoms at the CVS before I go. Get the shit ready. I'm, I'm amped up. I'm eating McDonald's. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, wait, I eat McDonald's? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's why I, my yeah. sexual performance is so bad once I get there. Oh, you got to eat McDonald's the night before. The cholesterol turns into testosterone, and then you're just yeah. going for it. No, I have like four McDoubles before I get there, and then I'm like, cool. yeah, And you're like, I it. need to sleep. Then I'm like, wow, this is as hard as it's going to get. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if you can tape a popsicle stick down. Yeah. I drink a, um, so I drink a two liter of Diet Coke and four McDoubles, and ate four McDoubles. Let's do oh, it. Oh, God, dude, my stomach hurts just thinking about this. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so the tour was uh, the tour was okay, uh, albeit a, yeah. albeit a shit show. It was uh, it was the, made the best of a bad situation. Well, but, you know, it was all right. Um, oh, where there's did I leave more. Us? There's oh yeah, there's oh there's definitely more. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. All right. We get to, oh we drive to uh, Sacramento. Yeah. Oh fuck. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know anyone who's been to Sacramento. Um, it's not great. Okay. Uh, and uh, we had some kind of a confrontation with uh, a guy who was the band that sounded like Rage Against the Machine that opened up. Um, I don't know, he he took umbrage to us being confident people. So I don't know if you're listening. I don't well, have to tell you, man. I, what uh, what I, happened? Was it what was said? Or what happened? How you? What, what happened? I'll read you the thing later. Okay. But because uh, he took to, he took to the tumblers, of course, like as as everyone does when uh, when you get mad in 2014. As every you, uh, as every man who has a problem he, <laughs> does. <laughs> They go. They go Remember in. Remember in Good, the Bad, and the Ugly when Clint Eastwood went on Tumblr because he was angry that they couldn't find the grave. Yeah, exactly. Remember when Snake Plissken took to Tumblr <laughs> to try to finally find the president and escape New York. Remember that. Remember when Rambo ran in the woods and got on Tumblr? Oh my in god! First blood. He, yeah, when he uh, he blogged about. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Do we get to win this time? Remember when Muhammad? Remember when Muhammad Ali went to to Manila? <laughs> Muhammad Ali and, Joe, and uh, George Foreman had such great competing blogs in exactly. Zaire as well. Yeah, they, they had a flame war with with, <laughs> with uh, signal Max signal boost on uh, on Tumblr, and and it was called the the, the Thrill of Manila. It was amazing. You should look it up. It's really good. Um, 
So bottom uh, line, yeah, bottom yeah. line. If you're a soft, if you're a soft dick, a uh, little soft dude, uh, you'll take to Tumblr. Met um, a lot of soft dudes on this tour. We, we left a lot of red asses behind though, us. The on thing this. thing is, like, I, I, you might be like a, you know how, the, you know, like mysterious. There's like mysterious guy hardcore a few years ago. Like, yeah. y- y'all, I, still, still going on. Y'all, 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 my my real blood, and I love all y'all. But a lot of your, a lot of your fans are soft dudes, man. Really, really soft dudes. I know. I'm trying to cull them, but uh, <laughs> like, like, do some push-ups, man, for real. Yeah, no, there's there's a lot of uh, pasty little cuddle monsters that <laughs> uh, that follow until they don't. Yeah. Anyway, it's whatever. So, um, where'd we go after that? Uh, went to, oh, we recorded at hands down number one, my favorite recording studio in the United States. Um, if you end up in San Francisco, go to Panda Studios and record with Sam. It is my actual vision if I had built my recording studio instead of falling into tremendous debt and not building my recording studio it would have been this place it is the dopest place on earth awesome guy is fucking awesome everyone who works for him is awesome just go it's fucking fantastic end plug uh really good (laughs) great um but then while I was in uh where the fuck was I some some little town I met a guy who you'll love this I texted you about it was Marshawn Lynch's personal shopper (laughs) at Burberry in uh, San Francisco and he had some stories to tell actually you know what I met somebody the night before who uh, or two nights before in Portland who knew Marshawn Lynch too so good um see uh I I can't remember the first story it was about him ordering uh like a Patron ball or something (laughs) and then being like what the fuck is that it's it's a fireball and Patron and it's like, w- w- that's not a thing. Uh, it's like, it's a thing now. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. But the uh, yeah. the really good one, the, I wish we should probably talk about this during the Super Bowl, but fuck it, whatever. The, uh, the really, my favorite one <laughs> was when he uh, he went to, uh, to Burberry and was looking for sweaters. And of course he wears like size XXL and they only have like medium there. So they've got to like <laughs> yeah. order it from Philadelphia. Um, but he's in the dressing room and he's trying everything on and just, you know, like whatever. And he's on the cell phone the whole time, like talking to his boys, like yelling. And he's, you know, like everyone else in the store is like, oh my God, who is this psycho? Like, what's going on? So at one point he's trying, he's just in boxers and he's trying on a sweater or something like that. Um, and in mid sentence, he's like, the thing's open and there's this Chinese couple that are there kind of behind him looking at stuff. And he's turning around, he's on the phone, he's not looking, and his dick falls right out of his boxers in front of this Chinese couple who, like, flip out. Because apparently the man's very well endowed. The dude has, like, a fucking, like, a small arm coming out of uh, out of his boxer shorts. Yeah. And so this kid's like, yo, Marshawn, Marshawn, like, yo, 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 like, trying to, like, tell him without interrupting his phone call that his cock's, like, fucking waving in the wind. And he looks up, and he looks down, and he looks back up, and looks annoyed at him, and, like, shrugs it back in. Like, <laughs> like it's a bother to fucking put his penis back in his pants. That sounds so Marshawn Lynch. So good. So, he wants to get some of these sweaters. Um, and they're like, listen, I think we can get one from another store. Can you just come back in, like, an hour and a half? We'll have it for you. Whatever. You can wear this one out that actually fits. Yeah. So, on his way out, he's downstairs, and he, he's wearing the sweater out, and he turns to uh, the woman on the first floor, and it's like, oh, baby, would you would you cut this for me, this tag? And she goes, uh, did you buy this? Ooh. Like, ooh, cool. you know? So, he, you know, understandably, like, pitches a bitch. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's yelling, you're racist, and all this shit, and whatnot, so he leaves... And they call the 
the guy, his personal shopper down, like, yo, who is this guy? And he's like, that's Marshawn Lynch. He's my best client. What the fuck did you do? You know, yeah. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> so he gets him on the phone, smooths everything out. Uh, he comes back in an hour, gets a sweater. Everything's cool. It's all good. Um, and he walks back downstairs to leave, and that same woman's like, oh, uh, have a nice day, sir. You know, like, trying to make nice. Oh, no. And he said that he turned around, grabbed his crotch, and walked out backwards saying, fuck you, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I almost pissed my pants. Oh, so good. Like, my favorite human being on Earth, no question. Oh, I could totally see that happening. It's so good. So good. I I live my life according to the Marshawn Lynch gospel, man. I'm all about about that action, baby. After the the fucking Super Bowl, man. Oh. The best part is, like, this dude I was talking to does not follow football, doesn't know shit about it. Like, you know, just knew him by name. That's it. All I could picture was him doing that beast mode run and jumping backwards and fucking grabbing his crotch in midair. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's him. That's him. That's, that's totally <laughs> him. That's great. Um, so, played in San Francisco. Uh, had a really nice time. I really like that city a lot. Um, okay. Good. I didn't, uh, I didn't blow up any Google buses. Um, no. I didn't see anybody with Crim Shrine back patches. Uh, no, although I, they were definitely around somewhere, no that's, doubt. That's my ex internet girlfriend. Oh, yeah. yeah she um, like, she just rubbed me off hard, man. She no, doesn't talk know, to you, me. Uh, we had a, you we had you a, imposed on our sexuality. We had a point counterpoint on male energy. And, uh, oh, and, bleh, bleh. and uh, <laughs> dude, please. I'm 36. So I had a. <laughs> Having a point counterpoint on 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 male energy, and I was like, "Hope you were in a room with a mirror during that." No, because um, well, if, yeah, if, yeah, and I was like, you know, I spent a fucking oh man, I was I bought a plane ticket out there and everything, man. Get the fuck out! Are you kidding me? How many fucking plane tickets have you gone through? Ah man, I'm all about that money right oh, now. Oh God! So yeah, I bought a ticket to Oakland to visit her, and then she scraped me off because she we had an argument about male energy. And uh, how I exude too much negative male energy. Did you get a different ticket? Or did you get a refund or something? Nah, man. I just let that shit fucking fly, Oh, that sucks. Three and a half, dog. Um, Three and so, a half. So, that was really... Wow, Jesus Christ. It's <laughs> a lot of fucking money, man. Three and a half, dog. Down the drain. I'm still spending money on plane tickets and letting them ride, man. <laughs> when I was moving, I found my old end of your tour bag. That I had stashed away because it was, it's a bag full of, of awful feelings. Yeah, tell and, me that ticket's still in there. Oh, the, the fucking the ticket from St. Louis to Seattle that I bought and never used. Uh, the, dude, you should start, like, you should do, uh, you know, what is, what is that shit, like, everyday carry, where people lay their shit down on a table and take photos, but you should do I'm that doing with it. the bag. I'm doing do it. it. That's awesome. I'm doing an everyday carry with <laughs> the, po- the post-its I wrote, like, justifying why I should leave the tour. Um, post-it notes, right? Uh, the ticket from Seattle to Kansas City that I bought and never used. <laughs> God, man. <laughs> I know. Uh, I was really hoping to meet your ex when I was there, but unfortunately Yo. that that didn't happen. I, maybe it did and I didn't know it, but I don't think so. Oh, man. No, um, she's, I'm sure she's around somewhere. Where so, are you? So we get to L.A. Okay. And we're playing the show. Oh, in... Uh, in San Francisco, we went up went up with Japanther, and um, truth be told, I actually didn't interact with the uh, the other band in any capacity, and I'll explain why in a moment. Great, um, but yeah, Japanther were nice guys. They you know just very chill, like not uh, 
I not a bad thing to say, you know. Yeah. So um, we get to LA and we play. And we, first of all, we go to uh, Touche Amore's practice space to try <laughs> and collaborate on a record with them. The evening we get to the show. And Mary finds out that she left her bag of like really expensive pedals there, so it's gone. Like that's like it's that's over. She left it at the practice space. At the practice space, like in like the hallway. Mm. So that's like a done deal. That's why you shouldn't use pedals when you fucking tour. Just you plug in your amp. Fuck. It. Oh, ooh, you hate pedals. You're hate so pedal. hateful of pedals. Yeah, but then I got a fucking delay pedal that I'm using on the bare mattress stuff. So whatever. Uh, that's where it starts. <laughs> I know. It's so easy to play guitar now. I never knew. I would have done it a million years ago. Uh, so we uh, we play, and it's obviously like real low energy at that point. Um, everyone's pretty bummed that like a thousand dollars worth of pedals is fucking missing. Yeah, because Mary's on Front Street. She just has to plug in. That's it. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's. I mean, she plugged in for mm-hmm. uh, for better or worse, for richer or poorer. She, uh, she plowed ahead and plugged in. Um, <laughs> Great, but the uh, this, this is where shit gets interesting for me. I love it. I'm trying to load us out the back door, and I open the door, and it doesn't like it won't prop open. So I'm like, oh, here's a brick right here. Let me just put this in front of the door. And I lean down, and I did, unbeknownst to me, there's a homeless man going through the dumpster, and he has pushed the lid of the dumpster back. <laughs> so as I lean down, the dumpster lid is suddenly there. And I have now inserted the corner of the metal dumpster lid directly into my front brain. Like, it just it splits my fucking head wide open. Oh my god, dude. Are you okay? And, uh, yeah, well, I've got a, a cool Harry Potter scar. Um, oh, shit. But at the time, like, blood's not running, but it's like a it's a bleeding-ass wound. Like, I keep, I'm, like, holding a dirty paper towel to it. <laughs> and I'm concussed as shit. Oh my Where, god. like, I'm, like, picking up other people's gear... And they'll be like, oh, no, that's 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 someone else's. I'm like, oh, okay. And put it down and stand there and then pick it back up again. And, you're like, I can't the... really see it on my right eye very well. It was just, like, really super bad. You're doing the, you're doing the Bill Romanowski uh, where yeah. he sat, uh, sat on the other team's bench when he was in the cost. <laughs> I feel a lot of kinship with him now. Yeah. It's, like, a really fucking bad feeling. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to get through that, which was a whole thing. Um, and then, uh, you know, honestly... I'm just going to do a play-by-play of shows that, at the end of the day, it doesn't make a difference. Uh, Van was broken, then it was fixed. I was concussed, then I was better. Let's talk about the fucking Super Bowl. Tour was good. Oh, my God. (laughs) Did you say Super Bowl, Andrew? I I did. Oh, I watched it in a, like, McSweeney's Ale spot in, uh, in San Diego. There was no place anywhere near the venue. I'm like, oh, we're playing in a place called Soda Bar. I can watch it there. I get there at, like, 2 o'clock. No one's there, and sure as shit, no one's watching football there. So I had to take an cool. Uber and be like, bring me to a sports bar. I don't care where. And then I immediately cared where when they uh, they let me out of the car. Um, we went to the Tilted Kilt on Los Yeah, Sienega. like 100%. <clears throat> I just posted up next to, uh, there's a lot. This seems like happen every time I leave the house and watch a football game. A lot of Broncos fans everywhere, but I find the one corner with the two most intimidating yeah. Seahawks fan and just post up next to him. You know why? This because time it was just two like really intense thug guys in their forties. It was awesome. You know why? Because Seahawks fans fucking rule. And let me tell you why. Today, seven hundred thousand people showed up for the celebration of the Seahawks victory in Seattle. Seven hundred thousand people. It's not a small amount of people. 
that's fucking great. Okay. When I watched the Super Bowl at Justin, I watched the Super Bowl at Justin Kiss's house. The entire, the whole set starts out, right? With a safety. <laughs> for, for people who don't know what a safety is. Oh, it's um, basically a penalty for being a fucking dumbass. Yeah. This would be like starting at a boxing match and Muhammad Ali swinging, missing, and falling down. Right. That's yeah, basically... Like it's, it's, it's the most hysterical botch. It's pretty much like you're going to start an epic road trip and you drive a block and hit a tree. That's basically yeah. what a safety is. So we immediately start off with two points, right? We never look back. We've, we never have... Um, we never have a deficit. We're always in the lead. And we win the fucking game uh, 43 to 8. Make the Broncos look like babies, literally. Make Peyton Manning look like a moron. And nobody's even interviewed. <laughs> no, he, he refused to be interviewed since. <laughs> he's such a little baby. His legacy is done. He's an That's o- it. That's probably he's, how he's going out with the worst Super Bowl performance, maybe in history. With the worst Super Bowl performance in history, that motherfucker is so, so. Okay, all soft dudes out there, <clears throat> I'm going to call you Mannings for now on. Okay. <laughs> For this year, you're Mannings. Yeah, you're Mannings. All right. There's Russ. There's what Russell Wilson's, and there's Mannings. Who do you want to be, Doug? Okay. Um, you can you can you can summon your inner Mike Tyson. You can summon your inner winner. You can muster the courage to be yourself and be be a real person, or you can be Peyton Manning. It's totally up to you. Um, you can be Tillman. <clears throat> you can be Tillman. Um, that's and- actually that's a funny analogy because at the lowest point. The point where it was just, like, mathematically there was no way they were going to win. It was, like, that kind of point where the guys next to me started to shout, Stay down, Frazier, at the TV. <laughs> it was so I got that. So good. Uh, so, like, so not topical because these guys are so fucking old. Like, no yeah. one gets it except for me. Like, it's <laughs> so good. I am so glad that you watched it in Seahawks fans, man. I was I was rocking and rolling. I, have, I, w- I was eating pizza, man. Oh, just me and Justin Kiss just chilling, watching the game, man. Among friends. It was so good. And if we you won. I mean, if you didn't watch it, download it. Go and download it from like a torrent site or something. It's an actual entertaining game purely because it most of it is like a Benny Hill sketch. It's just fucking ridiculous. You know how <clears throat> you ever see a band, like you go to a show and it's maybe like a I don't know. You're only there to see one or two bands, but whatever. But there's one band that plays with no energy and 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 people like them but you know people are supposed to like them and people get into it but they're not really into it and then the next band that comes on is just fucking knocks it out of the park yeah like floors it like the way we used to do we'd like play fucking you know you know fucking Lawton Virginia or whoever the fuck we were and we'd walk in and fucking put the fucking local band on a tee and hit them over the fucking little league fence like, that's what we used to fucking do. That was so good. That's what the Seahawks did to the Broncos. If you don't even like football, just download the game and you'll become a Seahawks fan. I can't yeah, it stress was, that enough. I, I, had, <clears throat> I had certain doubts going in. I'm like, man, this is going to be close. Like, the first fuck-up is going to be, like, a, a major... I, who knew the first fuck-up would come literally 19 seconds into the game? New fucking Super Bowl record, by the way. Yeah. Um, but I had certain doubts. I'm like, you know, the Broncos could definitely take this. They're tough. They've got a good passing game. They're, you know, fucking right. defense is killing it. 
never in a million years could you have convinced me that the game would be this one-sided this quickly and this hysterically was just fucking funny it was well, just like, so things funny. happened that were legitimately funny like Peyton Manning throwing like a, a like three stooges interception <laughs> you know what I mean like like it was just so it, good. it had a steep like parabola like arc that just went and like landed right in Malcolm Smith's hands boom and he ran it in and it was like ha 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 and then okay halftime's over the Broncos are gonna come back and my man Percy Harvin runs it in for a touchdown off the kickoff in the beginning of the fucking second half which weirdly is exactly how the second half of last Super Bowl started too if you remember yeah exactly it was Jacoby Jones 108 yard return yep we got this Oh, yeah, couldn't. it's fucking bonkers. It was uh, so good. And I've been waiting since 1988 for it yeah, to happen. You, so, man, do you I, still have the jacket? Do you still have that starter jacket? I do. I you do. Fuck, that's so fucking good. That needs to go in your everyday carry. It does need to go in my everyday carry next to my uh, my faded plane tickets and, and, and fucking Sounder train tickets and, and Seattle bus tickets and all this other shit I used to, used to have. Oh, God. Anyway, thank you for reminding me. And play, but and mixed in, mixed in with all the the, the crazy shit from that tour is like a lot of foreign coins because I use that bag in Europe too. Excellent. So it's like double the, the double the anguish. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, also like like remnants of a good time where I should, probably should have kept on and stayed stayed going, but uh, you know, yeah. yeah. So in uh, in a nutshell, Super Bowl was um, was really satisfying. It was really good. Oh, hell yeah. Um, what are people freaking out about this week? It's been about a week since I've been gone. Um, what, what have we had? Well, uh, I, haven't been on, uh, I haven't been on Facebook much this week. You'll have to uh, walk me through it. Well, I mean, there's a lot of different shit going on. The, uh, I guess the, the, what really happened that actually bugged me a little was that uh, my favorite actor died, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, fuck, that's right. And it took a little bit of the gla- a little bit of the gliss off of the Super Bowl for me because he was my favorite. And um, <clears throat> I uh, pattern a lot of my fake acting after his characters. You know, I act to myself when I'm in the car and I, I, uh, I act uh, when I'm in my room by myself and make voices and everything. And I think I, he was kind of an inspiration to me to kind of try to be an actor when I'm in my 40s and not do very well at all. You know, um, and I thought it was, uh, I mean, you know, the thing that I hated the most was I'm still friends with some people who are like really edge bro, you know? Oh yeah. And they were like, another dead junkie. How selfish can you be? You know, like that kind of shit. Apparently very selfish. I don't know. (laughs) Weird thing to say. First of all, like, fuck you. You fucking no dick. Like probably never had a beer or a fucking blowjob in anywhere, but you're fucking bedroom in your fucking life like um like i i can freely admit i was lame as shit when i was straight edge like lame and it doesn't have to do with drinking it has to do with your mentality like maybe you haven't experienced much because straight edge makes you look really soft like i've never i've I've, i live a narrow life and i i have like this one yellow line in front of me that goes on forever and i can't waver from it (laughs) You know, like you're on the same straight, boring stretch of road for your entire life, and at the end of it is a an X-shaped fucking tombstone. Congratulations, you fucking idiot! Oh, wow. Um, or you could let a little compassion into your fucking heart and say, hey, you know, he probably thought he had it under control. Um, didn't 
Um, but when you're in the throes of heroin addiction, you don't have a lot of options. Because if you don't do heroin, you'll die. <laughs> Unless you take Subutex or something like that. He was rich enough to do it. Um, he's also probably rich enough to not care what happened. Um, I don't know. I, I just it really bummed me out that I saw a lot of people who I generally respect come up in my Facebook feed or tell me, like, oh, another dead junkie, oh, well. Blah, blah, blah. You I know. didn't get any of those, actually. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Awesome. Pretty bad. Pretty pretty awesome. Drugs are for sluts and losers, man. Come on, dude. Remember that t-shirt from way back in the day? No, I actually don't remember. I don't. I never really got into the straight edge t-shirts. I think I had like one, but I, that was like that was never in my wheelhouse. I had a drug free ringer. I had the straight edge. It said straight edge and the slasher, the thrasher font. Uh, I didn't even skate, so it was a total poser. Straight edge um, Slayer font. Really cool. Excellent. Really cool. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you know, and uh, I was a you know. For a lot of my straight edge time, I was like a, a chubby dude in my room while everyone else was out having fun. That's the way it works. <laughs> Definitely. What are people freaking out on your end, Andrew? I'm actually looking right now as you're talking about this. Not a whole lot. Uh, people <laughs> are freaking out that everyone had a snow day today, which I did not. So fucking fuck all you. <laughs> yeah, some of my um, yeah, some of my uh, teacher friends were like, ha ha ha. And then like three hours later, they check in at like Walmart. Oh yeah, like, excellent Doop. use, excellent yeah. use of your uh, of your day off. Hey, I'm gonna write the greatest American novel. I'm gonna, um, you know, like do my taxes. No, I'm just gonna go to Walmart. No, I gotta, I gotta get uh, a plastic bin to keep all these screws in. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, not much going on there. Uh, thankfully, um, I. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's just it fucking exhaust me. People have exhausted me today. I had a uh, like a really bad OKCupid date on Saturday. Um, you want to walk us through that? Well, you know, pre-Super Bowl, met her. She was like, um, all my OKCupid dates end this way. Talk to her. Uh, she shows up, right? She's wearing a shirt that says Scotch Beer Tequila, which is just awesome. And, who is um, this person? Where did you find her? On OKCupid, okay dog. But, like, who, where does this fucking idiot exist? Oh, never mind. All right, whatever. Well, I know. Well, my favorite shit is that uh, in the first five minutes of talking, she's very standoffish. Very, like, uh, she's like, I'm like, she's like, yeah, you know, you're, you look like your pictures. Well, at least your face does. Oh. And I'm like, well... Uh, I am. I make no bones about being a secret internet fatty. First of all, um, <laughs> second of all, uh, okay. But I've only known you for five minutes, uh, and then you know we talk, and uh, she tells me, "Oh yeah, I used to go to hardcore shows back in the day." Turns out she's a big Shelter fan. Wait, <laughs> and I'm like looking for the the shotgun they keep under the fucking counter yeah, to kill me. Yeah, Shit. So I'm drinking like. I'm like ordering two Millers at a time, like trying to get tipsy enough not to give a shit. And um, she's like, uh, toward the middle, she's like, you know, I just don't really feel a connection to you. I mean, I'm just not feeling, <laughs> I'm just not feeling a romantic connection. And normally I'd be like, well, that's cool. Uh, but for some reason, because it was such a, like, I didn't say or do anything to warrant any type of romantic connection, we were just talking. 
And I was just like, go fuck yourself. Because, like, you can't even be around me as an individual, as a human. You have to bring that up. And I'm like, uh, okay. And then, uh, so, I go out, we, we leave and whatever. But the best part was I went to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And the she went to the bathroom. And then, like, I took, for some reason, I took longer. I had to, taking these really long. I'm, doing, I'm on, like, a... Like a, a 14 day cleanse, so I've been taking these really long pisses lately, mm-hmm. which is great. My kidney function is uh, as elevated, so I'm taking a lot of pisses. And I go into the bathroom, come out, and she's putting her jacket on. She's like, "You left my purse unattended." Nice. And I was like, "Well, you did. <laughs> bring it with me. Bring it with you. Was that the test or whatever?" So, anyways, it's just a really like sporadic, weird date. And then um, I'm gonna leave, and I'm like, "Yeah, you know, I had a good time because I'm because I'm a glutton. Did you? For, well, because I'm a glutton for punishment. I'm lonely." So I'm like, yeah, I had a really good time. And she's like, yeah, nah. That's all she said. <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. Really good. <laughs> really good. So anyway, um, we have some questions in the Tumblr. Oh, yeah, uh, let's get to them. A lot of them are geared toward you. Because right. I've fallen out of favor, apparently fallen out of favor with a lot of people. Um, but I will, uh... Well, okay. that girl actually has a lot of friends. Here's a... <laughs> Great. <laughs> All right, here's the first one. This is for both of us. <clears throat> hey, guys. So I hung out recently with a girl for the first time in the context of what I believe was a date. It went pretty well, although we didn't make time. And I didn't get any jug. But that's okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for using my isms. Uh... It just seemed really platonic, even though she considered it a date, I guess. Uh, We have tentative plans to hang out this weekend that might involve me staying over her house. Should I take this as a second sage stage type scenario or okay it cool and or Jesus? I think play it cool. Yeah, this motherfucker is typing on a phone. I was going to say that's that's iPhone autocorrect right there. (laughs) Not make any moves. Um, You really got to go with that ocean flow, man. Go to the flow. You gotta take the cues. See, the, the problem is, I say that I'm talking from a voice of experience. You know, Andrew and I have fucking swashbuckled a bunch of women. To to use a Ray the Bouncer term, we've swash we've swashbuckled a lot of murder in our day. And um, you know, if she if she told you that she considers it a date, first of all, don't if you actually like like this girl, which it sounds like you do. Uh, don't worry about getting jogged on the first date. She's not going to get Yeah, it. just dial it back. If she likes you, she's not going to want to give it to you at all. Because in the, in the mind, that changes everything. You know? It's, it's either you're going to go for that. You got That's a thing. It's like football. You can run it up the middle uh, for three yards, run it up the middle again. You, have to, you can use four plays to go ten yards, or you can try to throw it into the end zone. But a lot of times, that's not going to work. Yes. So... If she involves you, that might involve you staying over the house. I think you're, I think you're assuming a lot. I would just be you, be a cool dude, be yourself, and uh, make her laugh a lot. Uh, bring her somewhere cool. Make her like you. Just by sounds being, like you guys are both awkward as shit to me. Yeah, I mean this. Like just if, try not doing that. That's yo, fine. Like, like you're like, not gonna die. It's fine. Just like a, yeah. just be straightforward. It's all right. Well, I mean y'all awkward. So if you do ram and jam, it's gonna be not very good. Because you don't have any chemistry. You know, it's just, it's not gonna be uh, it's not gonna be fulfilling for either of you. Uh, it might be fulfilling for you because you're a dude, but she definitely will not be fulfilled. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know, man. I, see, I'm doing that. Tough I, to say. 
it's tough to say. Tough call. Just just roll with it. Uh, make a move if it's cool. Be Don't like, be awkward. Be like, be like, I'm having a really fucking good time right now. Uh, is it all right if I kiss you? Like all drunk, you know, like I do. That's my oh, move. perfect. That's that's your move. <laughs> listen, fine. wait, listen to me. Listen, listen. We had a great. This is ex- this is exactly. I'm getting close to the mic. This is exactly my playbook. Drunk Hans playbook, right? Oh, Hanging out with a girl, took her to the fucking Bears Den next to the Palladium Bowling Alley for a drink. Perfect. Go to my fucking crib, right? Oh, dude, you know. Oh, so we had such a good day, man. I'm so sorry, I have to keep my door open. My, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I keep my fucking door open. <laughs> um, but besides that, everything's cool. Um, no, you know, we did such a. It's just such an inspiring day, you know, and um, uh, in the, just we had so much in common. I can't believe, uh, I can't believe you know who like Lindsey Buckingham is. That's so cool. Um. You know, it's going to sound weird, but, you know, I think I think you'll agree uh, we should probably make out or kiss each other, right? <laughs> I think you'll agree. <laughs> That's exactly what I say. And I think you, it's like total, like, like fucking total, like, Willie Loman fucking salesman, like, and I think you'll, like, telemarketer, like, and I think you'll agree. Uh, if, do you know that if uh, you were to make out with me now, uh, you would save a uh, certain amount of time over... Jesus Christ. Scoot. Hello, miss. Thank you. <laughs> do you know that you can save up to 75 makeouts per day per hour? <laughs> oh, fuck. So, wow. uh, that's my shit. Yeah, that's where I'm at. All right. I'm, uh, I'm, I've been lonely too long, Andrew. I've been, I've been single almost a year. And, and March will be a year. Stop asking people if they agree that it's a good idea. That, that might be a first start. Man, I'm trying, man. You know, I, I got some shit. I got some irons in the fucking, like, fucking blowing out the fire that's, like, rapidly blowing out. It's like a fire at a beach party where people just forget about it and it goes out. That's like Oh, it's life. over. Oh, I guess we should go. The fire's dying. Ooh. So, in answer to the question, don't be awkward. Just fucking whatever. It's just like I awkwardness kills all deals. Just say I think you'll agree. We should. <laughs> we should have. I think if you uh, read these talking points that I've printed out on my dot matrix printer, that uh, <laughs> I make a compelling argument for us to be together. I think you'll agree that we should have penetrative sex at this time. <laughs> Um, is that Sean Duty trying to sell a self-defense family shirt on eBay for 500 plus shipping? No, it's not. But whoever is doing that is hysterical. Please never really stop. Please, please and, never stop. And please drive up this, the the please drive up the amount of uh, all the. Other I think cause I think it was uh, 250 before, so I think it's doubled in it's price really since then. So good, really good, really rare. I have some rare shirts. I should put that shit up for for 500. Maybe somebody will buy it. Um, my sweet Canadian friend says, hi, Hans, miss your face. She's so nice. Um, Andrew. Are you going to Canada for this shit? No. no. Okay. Yeah, I like, how, I like how you just want to know, dog. I'm not. I'm not, because it's it, there's, some, there's some complications. I want a beeline on your fucking bad decisions <laughs> before you do them. I want to know ahead of time so I can make notes. Nah, dude, you're just going to, it's just going to come up on it's Facebook. It's just going to happen, all right. I'm going to check in at some airport, and you're going to be like, motherfucker. He did it again. He done it again. 
Um, <clears throat> Andrew, I was at the Whiskey Tavern for the Pats game in the afternoon. There were many, so many dildo fireworks. Yes. The bartender also put a shot of his junk underneath the plate of tots Dave ordered. I think I'm going to start taking all of my Tinder dates there. <laughs> so what's the Whiskey Tavern? The Whiskey Tavern is where we watch the Seahawks game. Yes. Uh, that bummed everyone out last episode. Um, yeah, that really pretty much sums up the uh, <laughs> the vibe there. That's great. Yep, something else. Ooh, so good. So good, so bad. Oh, you know what? Somebody wrote a really good question I think I'm going to read right now. <clears throat> All right. Uh, let me take a drink first because this is a long one. Wow, there are a lot to me. What's going on here? Uh, here it is. <clears throat> My question for the overnight drivers is why are you so gay? Oh, I don't know, because I like sex with men. Yeah, I started Snapchatting pictures of my cock to a man. Oh, and so he, he thinks you're gay now? That's gay? No, this week I have. Uh, no, but no, God bless. Yeah, it's great. Because um, he asked nicely. And I was like, well, I've got, a, uh, I've got an iPod Touch, and I've got a cock. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, give, I, I, do a, I do a tug every night, so why not? Um... <clears throat> What else you got? Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite... Oh, this, this ties in with some things that you may have at the ready. Uh, one of my favorite memories of The Drive is the discussion about the conspiracy theory that young uh, pop culture stars go off their programming. Oh, yeah. That was, that was in the Blake Schwarzenbach episode. I believe it was. Uh, I'm not sure which episode it came up in, uh, but Justin Kiss was involved in the conversation. Maybe not. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. yes. Okay, yes, yes. I want to hear more about this. Can we implicate Bieber? in this conspiracy i don't know any bieber conspiracies right now i should probably look can we uh let's have our um let's have our conspiracy moment all right conspiracy moment good one all right the conspiracy moment here we go (laughs) i like the name conspiracy Um, moment so uh i don't remember which episode that was in but you can go to uh vigilantcitizen.com where that dude is really really up in the mix with uh like young uh, sex kitten programming fucking going off their uh, off their shit it's really good <laughs> also interesting thing i learned this week in the uh during the tour did you know that there's a very good chance that robert downey jr is a uh, an undercover blogger that's like his thing is blowing the lid off of like really like sketchy hollywood shit no, i didn't yeah this apparently a real thing um let me see if i can uh call it up here. Oh, of course, Jezebel's got a fucking, uh, a stupid pop-up here. Of course. Of course. Uh, yeah, on crazy days and nights, uh, there is somebody, or I guess somebody who's an amalgam of four people. It's like one person's name, but four people post. Um, and this guy's been, for I think almost like a year, or maybe two at this point, he's been for like a long-ass time, been, uh, getting real intense with, um... Like, actresses doing fucking sketchy shit. One thing was about Kirk Douglas raping Natalie Wood and all this, like, crazy shit. But he always cites things that validate it. But in citing these things has also narrowed the cast of possibilities down to pretty much Robert Downey Jr. And he denies it's him. Jesus. Um, But it's fucking wild. If there was any way I could like this dude more than I already do, this would be it. It's fucking great. It's so good. I like that. It plays Yesterday spoiler. I watched Iron Man for part of the day just because I like the parts where he doesn't want people to hand him things. <laughs> I don't want I don't I have a thing about people handing me things. Just put it down there. Just put it down there. Like so good. So like a, good. Like a shitty cashier at a uh, Yeah, I don't, I don't like people handing me things. 
Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's not a new conspiracy, but one that I only picked up uh, pretty recently. Um, in new conspiracies, explosions heard in Manhattan during the Super Bowl. No explanation except that somebody explained it was a, uh, a manhole explosion. Um, <laughs> but no explanation. No one knows why these oh, fire trucks are called oh. out to what was obviously a manhole explosion. I've seen one. It's scary. They're loud. Um, but yeah, it like was... it's a manhole explosion. It was... The best part is they're like, why isn't the news media reporting on this? Oh. <laughs> because this shit happens every time fucking snow melts. That's why. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so that was pretty exciting. What else we got? A creepy demon photo captures uh, a, a demon hovering over a dying patient, which looks like the uh, the guy in the Darth Maul fucking <laughs> makeup from Insidious uh, doing... <laughs> Some kind of a, an intense moonwalk on a, a patient's bed. It's pretty wild. I would take a look at that if I were you. Perfect. Seems to have some kind of a cloven hoof. Um, so that's definitely real, no doubt. Uh, not a conspiracy. That also not a conspiracy, but fuck it. I like this, too. Do you ever watch Ghost Adventures? Um, no, I haven't. Anyone who hasn't watched this, go watch Ghost Adventures. Do it. Okay. Uh, it's it's one of like those ten shows where people go in houses with steady cams and they're like, you know, shout. And like, can, can you hear me? When did you die? All that shit. <laughs> but this one is hosted by... The only way I can describe him is like a, a Long Island roid case. It's so good. He just goes in there and like threatens ghosts. Like, you think you're scaring me? You're not scaring me. You're not tougher than me. It's like Brucey from uh, Liberty City, Grand Theft Auto Liberty City. It 100% is. It's like Brucey <laughs> hosting a ghost show. It's so good. Uh, he just purchased a, uh, a house in Indiana known to locals as a portal to hell. I'm sure that's real. That's awesome. um, I'm super excited for that. I can't wait. Um, let's see. I had a big one, and now I can't seem to find it anymore. Oh, holy shit. That's right. This, not a conspiracy, although maybe suppressing it is. Uh, apparently last year, a an electrical station in California came under sniper fire in an attempt to knock it off the grid and fucking knock power out to the uh, the West Coast. Uh, except this is not like a blogger fantasy. This actually happened. Like, these guys came in there, cut the telephone so they couldn't call for help, and then started targeting specific things. In there. Like, they knew exactly what they were shooting at. Uh, and apparently just never made it to national news that somebody, like, attacked a substation. But that was, like, a real actual assault on that thing. Um, so, yeah, I call that a conspiracy if you want. That was, uh, that was some wild shit. I read that today. That's about all I've got right now. To be perfectly honest, I haven't been looking since I've been, uh, oh, oh, and of course, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman is a blood sacrifice for the Illuminati. Uh, that's, that's been all over the place. I thought that's, about that as soon as I saw he was dead. I, I, I was I was with Justin when I saw it, and I was like, total Illuminati knockoff. He's getting too. Philip Seymour Hoffman's getting too powerful. For yeah, no, Illuminati he uh, he control. he was on the same thing about male birth control that Paul Walker was, and they had to take him out. Oh, and, uh, I, and that's me, it. Let me just say, I can't wait until they come up with the male pill. God, I would take. I that. got my thank you for donating uh, package for donating money to the uh, male birth control injection. Um, Dude, thing, yeah, Vasagel. Ah, Vasagel. Is that available in the United States? It is not, but with my help, it may be one day. That's great. Um, you can actually donate. So if you want to be able to uh, not wear a condom and not make your girl take shit that's gonna like fucking do weird shit to her hormones and whatnot. Donate, uh, donate fifty bucks to Vassal Gel, or, uh, or you could just pull out. 
You could just pull out too, which you is, could just um, use the rhythm method. Like, oh, this is it, this is it, baby, and then you like all of a sudden you're like too worked up to pull out. <laughs> Oops, has that ever happened? There's, uh, has never that, happened to me. No, no has that ever happened to you, Andrew? You're just never so into it, or you're in like a position where she's on top and she's just like, I want all of it, baby. Just give it to me. We'll fucking worry about it later. Never once. I've been in that situation a couple times. Um, what was I gonna say? Shit. Also, yeah, if you donate to that shit, please do, because oh. I I would like to be able to have an injection in my dick that would last me ten years of not having to fucking worry about shit. That sounds awesome. And speaking of sex, I I'm gonna introduce a new um <laughs> a new uh, a new feature of the podcast is a uh, porn link of the week. How about that? Oh, excellent! That's fantastic. Let's Go start for it, it off with www.submityourtapes.com. Submityourtapes.com. What was the one? What was that one you had a nude, few episodes ago? Nude Vista. Nude Vista. <laughs> <laughs> nude Vista is fucking choice, but submityourtapes.com is that your one stop. Uh, oh, nude for Vista. your one stop for all that homemade VHS shot porn. And you know that's my shit. The amateur people sitting on a couch getting blown. Like guys like hey, me and my ex-wife in the tub, that kind of shit. Wow, really good, really good, really good. Let's see. I'm uh, I'm gonna knock out a few of these towards me. Uh, we'll we'll take one or two more. We're gonna have to bounce. We're running fucking over here. Yeah. Uh, what Andrew? What are your thoughts on Silkworm? I have no thoughts on Silkworm. Um, <laughs> Who gives a shit? Let's see, uh, Andrew. What was that book on mysticism and cults you were reading a while back? Thinking about writing a novel surrounding the subject would like for research. One was called "Turn Off Your Mind," written by the basis for Blondie. Awesome. Uh, other one is uh, I was reading not that long after that was, fuck. Give me a second. I got to open up my Kindle here. I think it was just called uh, "Occult America" or something like that. Not as good of a read, but uh, yeah, not without its yeah. charm. Uh, Occult America by Mitch Horowitz sounds reputable. Yeah. Um, Andrew, longtime fan, first time writing in, big fan of the podcast. I found your Instagram via the selfie mountain hashtag and was <laughs> wondering if it would be weird if I followed you. Not weird at all. Go for it. I think it's just killed by Albany. Yeah. Uh, what do we got here? What do we got here? Is that everything to me? That's actually that's not that bad. That's it, man. Oh my god, are we at the end already? We might be. Fiftieth ah. um, end. I'm sorry, fiftieth episode. Andrew Broker's peace talks between Pei and Hans. No peace talks. We hung out at a pizzeria not that long ago. It's yeah, like, a I real know good what your fucking problem is. Real, I'm real okay with Patrick. So uh, no problems, amigo. Uh, Andrew, I'm curious as to what incident caused that guy at the show in Sacramento to get all riled up at Patrick and throw a shit fit on Tumblr. I think we talked about that. I don't really know. I do just had uh, had a fucking hair up his ass for something Patrick said, as yeah. everybody has always wanted to do at all times. Well, Patrick's can be irritating as shit, but uh, for 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 you for it to like, if you allow it to bother you, then you're uh, you're a tr- you're a little trick. Oh, here's one. Andrew, man, there are a lot for me. I feel, I feel like a fucking movie star right yeah, now. Yeah, my star is fading on the podcast. People are tired of my line. They want that. They, int- they want that intelligent viewpoint. You need to make this long distance thing blow up in a fucking spectacular manner. You'll yeah, be right back on top. It's blow. It might blow up. We're, we're talking. We're having. We're, we're talking. Um, this is also sort of insulting. Andrew saw you play in L.A. I was kind of surprised that you had stage presence and dare I say rocked out on the bass. You were seriously <laughs> really good. 
thanks. I've been doing this for ten years. I appreciate that you think I'm really good no, at it. You didn't read the um, you didn't read the last part. Uh, that was gonna save the best for last. Fuck Sean Duty. <laughs> I agree. Uh, I always say my my policy is fuck Sean Duty in yeah, all things. Fuck Sean and Duty. sometimes my policy is fuck Sean Duty. And, uh, yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> Occasionally, like when when uh, when we travel to New York, definitely. Remember that time we got in a fist fight over who was gonna fuck Sean Duty on a tour? Yeah, that was weird. I was, he's just sitting there like, guys, I really don't care who fucks I can, me. I can do both. Because it's like you're in a fucking... When you're in the end of a year, it's like a gang, man. You get fucked in. You get fucked Sexed in. That's in. It. No, we, that's it. Um, you want to knock a few of these out that aren't directed towards me? And we'll, uh, we'll call it. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go back in the uh, vault. See, no, I fucking, no one's writing us anything good. So. Oh, here's a good one. DMX versus George Zimmer, Zimmerman sound like something Hans would come up with. Oh, Super dude. true. That really does sound like it's out of your fucking playbook right there. <laughs> I mean, it's cool. It's going to set... It's gonna. I mean, it's gonna give a dude like old white dudes like a super amount of justification, like, because oh, DMX will clearly beat the shit out of George Zimmerman. It won't even be funny. Um, like it just, it just George Zimmerman is really soft and and, and a weasel. Uh, but it'll what if be, he shoots him? What if he pulls a gun out of his trunks like he's the ultimate warrior? Or so whatever, <laughs> it's fucking, it's like fucking blows well, him away. I mean, the, the, the NRA built an entire campaign around the Zimmerman case called "Stand and Fight." So it's kind of it's going to be sweet irony when George Zimmerman uh, ends up with a fucking egg on his head because DMX hit him with a fucking elbow. Um, but the problem is yeah. that the next day when you have George Zimmerman at a press conference with a black eye, because uh, you will a black eye, but also like forty thousand dollars richer. Yeah, exactly. Which is the whole thing. Like I, I urge. I urge everyone to not watch this, but steal the shit out of it afterwards and yeah. don't pay for it. Fuck it. Don't pay for it because certainly, I mean, on base level, it's a great idea. I mean, oh, I definitely. Would, no I would, doubt. I, if I saw that dude in the corner, I'd push him in a fucking garbage pile. But um, uh, it's actually really shitty because you're going to have him do a press conference. Oh, you know, I got beat up, blah, blah, blah. I took it too far. And then he's also going to have, like, he's, George Zimmerman's probably going to make a hundred grand off this. Yeah. And. All the people are going to have total justification. That's right. He's let a thug beat him up. Blah blah blah. This is the whole we were talking about the whole time that there's a dichotomy of races in America and never we can't ignore. Blah blah blah. And you have people like this. It's going to start the whole conversation all over again. And now I you have. I'm so sick of seeing this guy's ugly fucking face, and I'm sick of hearing people talk about it like they were fucking there, man. <laughs> yeah. Like it's a shitty thing that happened to somebody else a long time ago. Fucking let it go. Yeah. God Almighty, it sucked real bad. Like really not cool. I get it. Yeah. Also, nothing to be done because it is the past, and the past is not the present. And you can't do shit. You know what? So also, stop. You know what also really sucked? That the day that Leonard Skinner's plane crashed. Yeah, that sucked. You know, I like uh, maybe I'll post about it on Facebook a lot. <laughs> maybe I'll post a meme. Uh, yeah, let, me, let me make a Leonard Skinner plane crash meme. That's going to be good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Leonard Skinner's plane crashes. Nobody cares. Ugh. Four, 40 years later, Trayvon Martin gets murdered and the world <laughs> sheds a tear. What's like, I understand that? it sucks. This kid got shot over some nonsense by a psychopath. I get it. And yeah. the guy got off. I get it. I understand. But just do that somewhere where I'm not. Right. How about that? Just do that at a place where I'm not. <laughs> Am I just not wanted on Facebook? I'll leave. Um, all right. This has been episode 49. We just hemorrhaged listeners right there. A very testy. Yeah. 
Um, this has been episode 49. It's great to be back. Oh, yeah. uh, you have anything you want to plug this week? Yeah, well, first of all, you can hit us on Snapchat at Overnight Drive. Um, uh, I've only received uh, nude anything from one person. Uh, and uh, whereas this person is, is great, uh, it would be neat to receive more. Uh, everybody else who's sending stuff is hilarious. Keep it coming. Um, photographs of Craigslist.com, uh, Bear Mattress album. Uh, remind me, Andrew, I have to send you some things I made over the weekend. Yes. Uh, Bear Mattress album uh, EP going to come out probably March, depending on if we can really get our shit together. Uh, and then, uh, depending on depending on the uh, blog, uh, you know, the blog reaction, we'll go on a two-month tour of uh, Europe and both lose our jobs. Sound off. If you have a, a place you want to try and do an Overnight Drive uh, live episode, um, truth be told, chances of it happening are very slim. Yeah. But uh, if the stars align, maybe we can make that work. So get at us. Maybe need for a week in the summer to do overnight drive live every every day would be amazing. Even just a weekend, fucking weekend. Who cares? Yeah, it's all good. All good. Yeah. Um. All right. I uh, I don't really have anything to plug this week. <laughs> Things are pretty quiet. I um, I just want to sleep and get back onto East Coast time. So I'm gonna go do that. All right. All right. We'll see you next week. Let's cue the music. music.
Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There's, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.